You are listening to the Calm Down Podcast, the podcast where candid, thought-provoking, and rare conversations happen while amplifying people's stories around the world. Here, we take it one day at a time and also rant on simple cuts people don't observe or are just oblivious to. I am your host, Viola Ekene. I am an on-air personality, podcaster, YouTuber, and content creator. Welcome to episode 36 of the Calm Down Podcast. Calmers, how are you? How have you been doing? I don't even know how to ask this question because I myself, I am trying to get back to normalcy with everything that has happened and how, you know, it's it's so crazy. And if you're a creative like me during this period, you know that a lot of creative work actually comes from you being a little bit of emotionally and mentally stable so that your creative juices can actually flow better you know and a lot has just been going on in nigeria for the past couple of weeks and it's just been so exhausting in case you missed the episode on what has been really been going on in nigeria the protests and everything please check out the last episode the last episode to this one which is episode 35 i shared nine amazing stories why did i say amazing jesus (laughs) oh my god like the stories were heart-wrenching. I think I'm so used to saying that, you know, people's stories are amazing. Not forgetting that some stories can actually be heart-wrenching and make you to really, really think and just be angry at the world. You know, those stories, they were actually making me feel like, why are some people so wicked? Like, how can you be so wicked to a fellow human being? So yeah, check out episode 35 to listen to nice stories, you know, so that you can understand what is going on in Nigeria. Those nice stories are in episode 35. So yeah, I wanted to check in on you guys because it's been really crazy, you know, and I'm just slowly getting myself back to work because I just post everything that I've been doing. I've not been able to do anything. I've not been able to, you know, be, let me say, let me just use the word productive when it comes to my work and my creative, you know, work, everything that I do. But anyways, um, I decided that, you know, I'm just going to start doing something to distract my mind. And I also avoided, you know, I started avoiding Twitter a lot, you know, just so I can just get my sanity back because a lot is going on. So for this week, um, I have been reading an amazing novel and I just want to recommend that novel to you. So first of all, I have this amazing friend that is a bookworm, like she loves to read books. And the other day we were just talking about and I was reminiscing on the type of books that I love to read um, and books that I've read. So I was like trying to choose the niche of books that I try and I love to read a lot. So I noticed that I kind of like told more towards those kind of novels like Children of Blood and Bone and Children of Virtue and Vengeance. Those kind of books really, really interest me because yes, I love science fiction movies, but I really do not love the books. You know, I just love anything that is African. I I love Africa so much. I love my continent so much. So I kind of like tilt more towards content that are more African related because they're more relatable to me. I can see and feel myself in it. So she was like, I think your niche of books or the kind of books that you love to read are what we call African fantasy slash science fiction. And it's actually true. So that brings me to the book that I've been reading. It's so good. If you're the type that loves to read books and you're looking for something to distract yourself and something that not just when you're distracting yourself, it would, you know, take up your imagination, you know, take you to another 
another world entirely, I recommend this book. The name of the book is Who Fears Death by Nnedi Okorafo. Who Fears Death by Nnedi Okorafo. That book is so good. If you loved Children of Blood and Bone and Children of Virtue and Vengeance or by Tommy Adeyemi, you're going to love this one. Check the book out. Um, Who Fears Death by Nerdy Okorafo. That book is all shades of amazing. So that is virtually what I've been doing to try and keep my mind off everything you know that is going on and try to get back to work because honestly, my work is also dependent on my money. So I just have to like try and just crawl back to normalcy. And this is me also reaching out to you and encouraging you to just try, you know, especially if you're Nigerian and just anywhere in the world, if you've been watching what is going on in Nigeria, try, just try and crawl back to normalcy. I know you're going to feel like guilty. Oh, I'm not supposed to be, you know, try and kind of like living as if nothing happened. I know that guilt will, you would feel it, but then you just have to, let me use the word move on. Okay. <sighs> okay, guys. So something really made me also smile within the week. Oh, okay. That was last week. So, you know, I always encourage you to send me your voice messages whenever you listen to an episode of the podcast and you loved it and you would want to, you know, share how it made you feel. If it encouraged you, or maybe you have a criticism, I always encourage you to do that in every episode. And last week, I got an amazing voice message that made me smile. This lady did not only just drop me a voice message, she went to her Twitter account and she, she binge listened to a couple of episodes on this podcast and she kept talking about it. You know, it was so encouraging and it was one of those things that made me smile last week. I missed everything that was really happening. She listened to the series on the podcast called His Word For You series and she loved it. I'm going to link the episodes that she listened to that she really loved in case you want to check them out so let us hear this voice message from Philista Christ and then we'll be right back for the story featured in this episode hey Viola uh thank you thank you for what you're doing um uh thank you for the calm down podcast I have wanted to listen to it for a while now but yeah today Friday 23rd October I was actually finally able to listen to it um I've listened mostly on the his word for you series and it's been such a tremendous blessing to my life I can't wait to listen to all the other episodes that so far you have recorded and uh yeah this is just to say thank you. I'm one person that is overly vocal when it comes to things that impact my life and your podcast this day has really impacted me tremendously all right so thank you so much viola thank you thank you thank you uh my name is felista christ all right um uh, thank you shalom Thank you so much, Philista Christ. I hope I pronounced your name correctly. You know, it's these voice messages make me smile. It's so encouraging. If you're a creative, you know how much recommendations, feedbacks mean to us. You know, so thank you. Thank you for listening and thank you for dropping me a voice message. So guys, over to the story feature for this episode. In case you do not know, we are still on the series called Stories Around the World. We have different people come on here on the the podcast and share their stories with us. Your stories can be from your experiences, things you've gone through and overcame, things you're currently going through, but you're learning so much from an event you witnessed happen. Our stories are powerful. And the most important thing is that story is told by you. Do not allow anybody to tell your story. That is why you have to come forward and share your story. And this platform is a safe haven for you to share your story without, you know, judgments. You know, it's all love here. Okay. This community is all love. So there 
is this beautiful story by Ayo Sanusi. And this story is one that I can relate to. And I know you can also relate to. It's an amazing story of balance, you know, following your dreams and just choosing to step in the waters, even if you are kind of like confused on what the outcome would be and just following your heart. So listen to this story. Don't go anywhere. And I'll be right back. And of course, share my thoughts and my personal observations and learnings from her story. Hi, everyone. My name is Aya Sanusi. I'm an illustrator and visual artist from Lagos, Nigeria. And I'm here today on the Calm Down podcast to share my experience juggling creative side hustle with a full-time job. Uh, just a quick disclaimer, I'm in no means or in no way, rather, an expert, but um, I hope that some of the things I talk about can be relatable or interesting to anyone out there listening. Uh, yeah, so for context, um, I've been drawing my whole life. I've only been doing this professionally for about a year and a half, but from nursery school, I was always getting coloring books. I was always getting sketch pads as like Christmas gifts and presents because everyone knew me as like the girl who liked to doodle on things. Um, and I loved it, obviously. It was cool kind of having like a talent that set me apart. So for instance, I would even make friends in secondary school because people would ask me to like draw their um, biology diagrams and things like that. And I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> um, and I never really considered it like a potential career path, though. It was just something I did on the side. So I was always going to be like maybe a neurosurgeon until I realized that like I could not do chemistry at all. And then I decided to focus more in a business direction. So I went to college um, with an economics major, fully planning on like going into business or something similar after I graduated. And in my second year, I realized that I actually really missed having art in my life. So um, I transferred to a new school with a bigger art department and I took up a second concentration in studio slash visual arts. Um, this was really, really, really important for me because this was the first time in my life that like I saw people working as artists and actually making money from it like my professors and a lot of my classmates had like sustainable art jobs and meanwhile like coming from a typical Nigerian environment everybody I saw had like a nine to five they were a banker a doctor a lawyer all very valid professions but not particularly creative but like seeing this for the first time was so helpful to me because I was like, okay, so they can do it. And I mean, I definitely can't do it as well because they don't have two heads. <laughs> I don't have two heads. So while focusing on my economics major and like having internships in that field, I was also like looking for art jobs. I would like send, I sent a lot of like emails to people I wanted to work with. Most of them did not reply. I would like respond to adverts and like listings in arts related fields. And that was how I eventually landed um, a job illustrating my very first children's book, which was uh, incredibly exciting for me because it just kind of proved that, okay, I can actually do this. Um, and I got that job with almost no experience, just based off the strength of my portfolio for classes and like assignments and stuff like that. So um, with that encouragement, I just kept on looking for more art opportunities while also juggling my degree. And eventually I graduated and got a full-time job in a finance-related field. And it became a bit more of a struggle then to keep arts in my life because before then I obviously had like classes and I had like one or two little gigs on the side. But then, you know, you're working eight-hour days, you're coming back, you're just tired, you don't want to do anything. Um, and then I... 
after around that period, I started an art Instagram to just kind of keep me motivated. Before then, honestly, I used to be very, very, very nervous when I was like even presenting art to my professors for like critiques. So just the thought of like putting my ideas and my work out there to get like, you know, basically crapped on by the entire world was really, really terrifying to me. Um, and I didn't like even tell like my family or my friends that, hey, this is like where I'm posting art now. This is what I do. That page just became like a little escape for me to post rubbish, <laughs> honestly, um, like express my feelings on some certain social issues or just like really experiment uh, creatively with my art. But even though I didn't take it very seriously at the time, I was quite consistent. So I would originally start by like saying, okay, this was like self-care for me. So maybe an hour a day, I would like draw, sketch, doodle, post something. And then it came to a point where like I was doing it every single day without even making the effort. Like I would always just find time after work to make it happen. And eventually, um, people started taking notes. And I also think most importantly, I started improving. So previously, while I was making work for like maybe a class or maybe like a client, now I was just like making work seriously just so I could get better. And people started taking notice of that. And eventually, people started paying attention. I started getting more offers to work for more interesting projects, more meaningful things, really. And started taking on them in addition to my day job. And here, I actually just want to take like a minute to talk about how crucial having that day job was for me. Because realistically, in most creative fields, you're going to need a fallback plan because there is no like linear structure to you for you to follow. You just have to figure things out yourself. And having that kind of stability really helps in the beginning. So for example, art supplies are expensive, but because of my day job, I was able to afford those easily. Because of my day job was also like in a financial related field, I was also able to like kind of implement some of that knowledge into building up my art business, like writing up contracts or negotiating prices with potential clients. Those two things can really work together well. I feel like some people think it's all or nothing, which isn't really true. In fact, I would argue that having a day job and a side hustle helps you get better at both ventures because you have such limited time. You have to always prioritize and figure out what's the best use of your resources. Additionally, both balance each other out. Like they help your brain think in very complex and different ways. So for instance, if I'm feeling burnt out at my day job, I go home, I draw a sketch, I color it, um, I share it online sometimes. And then I've heard people tell me that it's also very relaxing to watch. So I'm not just helping myself, I'm helping other people. And on the flip side, if I'm just feeling really drained creatively, I have something else to focus on to exercise my brain with. So you know, it just kind of keeps you on your toes. And lastly, you really have no idea where your passion project can take you for like much, much further than you originally intended. So for instance, when I started my Instagram page, I wanted to just have an outlet to express my feelings on certain issues and also just have a place to experiment creatively and improve. But it's kind of become something that I use also for social good rather than just as, you know, a portfolio for getting creative work. So um, there are two things I care a lot about. Firstly, being a Nigerian and being a Black woman in today's climate. And I've been able to make art that pertains to those two identities and helps to raise awareness on issues that also affect those two identities and generally issues that affect our world 
in a larger context. And it's just, it's incredible because sometimes I feel like I'm just here in my own little corner of the world screaming, but then people seem to really resonate with those screams. And, you know, it just, it helps me feel connected. I definitely feel like I'm making an impact beyond myself. And this is something I wouldn't have had if I hadn't just gone for it in the beginning. In the future, I really want to make this... Well, I would like to make this my full-time thing. I would love to run my own illustration agency. I would love to continue making pieces that speak to people and raise awareness on issues. I want to create several children's books. I have so many ideas that I want to do, um, just kind of biding my time, still keeping my full-time job <laughs> until I don't need it anymore. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to me ramble for the past couple minutes. I hope that some of this was relatable. I hope some of it was interesting. If you ever want to reach out to me or um, just see my art, I can be found on Instagram at ayodoodles or www.ayosanusi.com. Thank you again. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. Ayor, I'm so grateful that you shared your story. Now, I'm going to explain briefly why I'm saying I'm so grateful that she shared her story. Because sometimes when I'm like, oh yeah, she's sending your stories, most of you really don't understand. And I am also talking from my own experience and the experiences of people that have, you know, given me feedbacks. Oh, I listened to this story and it made me feel so some so type of way. Now, by sharing our stories, it also serves an, as an encouragement to someone that you don't even know or you might have never met or you will never meet in this life that, you know, that the phase, that might be in the same phase of what the story you shared is, that everything is going to be okay. Or it might be an encouragement to them that, you know, they should keep on pushing. It might also be an encouragement to them that, oh, okay, I'm not the only one going through this. So this is not foreign in the world, you know, and I'm going to get past this. Now, why am I, am I saying this? Now, these are my major observations from her story. If you notice, especially if you're a creative or a content creator, most of the things that you do now as a creative are tied to the hobbies that you mostly overlooked that you were so good at and you enjoyed doing while growing up. Let me give you an instance as regards Ayo's story. Remember Ayo said she started drawing and, you know, illustrating, doodling kind of like at a very um, young age and she genuinely enjoyed it. She would draw diagrams for her friends during biology classes and she was really, really enjoying it. Now, fast forward to her getting into the university, she discovers that, oh, okay, so this thing can actually be lucrative. I can actually make money from this thing that I'm doing. And it also reminded me, you know, when I was still very much young, I was still in secondary school then. Okay, as regards my podcast, I was this very outspoken type in my secondary school. I do debates. I love to speak publicly. And even up to now, I speak publicly without, you know, I don't have, I don't mostly, I'm not mostly scared of speaking in public. You get my point, right? And now here I am doing my own podcast. So it made me reflect a little bit and like, oh, okay. I've always loved to talk. I've always been the very expressive ones. I can really express myself. Now, okay. For instance, again, when it comes to my blog, I love to write. I love to write articles then when I was, you know, growing up, like literally people then would be friend me just to write their articles, their compositions for them. And now I'm writing on my blog. I also, you know, offer writing services, you know, and okay, when it comes to managing all the works that I have in hand, I am very organized. Like I'm not even going to lie. I've noticed it's my strength and I'm going to keep on blowing it like a trumpet. <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah, I'm a very organized person. And I noticed that in secondary school too, I was in primary school and even up to university, I was this very organized person. Like then in secondary school, you would never catch my locker where I pack my books in very scattered. Like each, I arrange my books compartment by compartment. Okay, these are the textbooks. These are the notebooks. These are the 20 leaves exercise books. These are the 60 leaves exercise book. And I noticed that these same traits are showing in my work. So what am I trying to say? Sometimes we try to force creativity for a lot of people that have not started or have not taken the leap of faith to start working on that dream that God has laid in their heart. Sometimes we think that, oh, for us to be super creative, it has to be us doing something that is totally out of the world. But when you actually think and look inwards, you know, you notice that you just have to start because you already have the gifts in you. You don't have to struggle when it's in you, honestly. You know, are your yeah, sometimes you might experience a creative block. It happens. But Ayo is enjoying what she's doing because it is natural to her. She has been doing it as a kid. I am enjoying what I'm doing because it is natural to me. These streets are there. So sometimes we, we just keep running around because we want to stand out, not knowing that us alone, you as an individual alone, you are already standing out. Because even if a hundred people are doing the same thing that you're doing, the unique taste that you bring to the table is going to be different because you guys are all different personalities. I emphasize more on why you need to start that dream right now in episode 32 of this podcast so you can definitely check that out and get encouraged to start that dream right now so please stop looking so wide or oh my god i need to do this i need to do that oh do i just start okay most of the things that you have to sustain that dream are already in you there are traits there are gifts. You know, sometimes we think that gifts are, I used to be of the mentality that, you know, talents are people that could, you know, do do and illustrate just like Ayo, people that could do, you know, create work that is kind of like visible, you know, not like the abstract kind of work. And I would always downplay my creativity. But then I've understand, I've, I've, I've also come to understand that God is the ultimate content creator and we are all co-creators with him and we are all expressing a certain aspect of him. So no creativity is actually smaller than the other. Okay, I just had to change my perspective and I just got better and it became better for me, okay? So another thing that I also observed and I learned from Ayo's story is there is actually nothing wrong with juggling your nine to five job with your side hustle. Now, why am I saying this? It's because when I started out, you know, there was just this, people were always like, oh, I can't wait to leave my nine to five job to start my side hustle. And I was like, oh, okay, is there something wrong with nine to five jobs? I know that, you know, a lot of people have their own personal interest and some people do not like nine to five jobs. But if you're listening to me right now and you have a nine to five job and you also have something you're doing by the side and you're always, you know, feeling guilty that, oh, oh, maybe I am not giving my all to my side hustle because of my nine to five job. It is okay to feel that way because you're juggling two things. But I just wanted to let you know that first of all, you're doing amazing and there is nothing wrong with juggling the two of them together. All you have to do is to have a plan because just like Aya said, a huge part of sustaining your side hustle would also be from the money you are making from, you know, your nine to five job. You know, she's able to buy some of the tools that she uses to work from the money she's been paid from her nine to five job to kind of like keep 
building her side hustle until it is something that is strong enough for her to just leave the whole nine to five job altogether. So if you're if you're listening to me and you're always feeling guilty, oh that my nine to five job, I just want to go into the creative space fully, just like almost everybody seems to be doing. I want you to take it easy and go according to your own pace. Just have a plan, and I want you to know that you're doing amazing juggling these two things together because it is not easy. Okay, so yeah, there is actually nothing wrong in doing a nine to five job. And finally, one thing I learned again from Ayo's story is the need for us as creatives, whatever you're doing in this life, whatever you are doing, whether you're in a nine to five job, whether you're in the creative industry, whatever, the need for you to keep showing up. You don't know who is watching. Now, let me give you an instance from Ayo's story. Ayo said that she just opened her Instagram account and to start posting her, you know, art there as a way of like, um, decongesting herself mentally and also has a way of like letting out her creative side, not knowing that it was also being therapeutic to people. And I am one of those persons that her art is so therapeutic to. Like guys, just take some time to go through her page on Instagram at Doodles. I'll leave links to her website and her Instagram account in the description box. It is so therapeutic to watch. I don't miss Ayo's story, Insta stories for anything because it's like, and I always go to her Insta stories at the almost at the end of the day, around 10 p.m., because I just need something to calm my nerves and just something I can just, after watching, I sleep so that, you know, I can relax and prepare for the next day. So you don't know whoever or who that is watching. Just keep showing up. Keep putting your best. Just make sure that whatever you're doing, you're putting your best foot forward with all that you have and, you know, what you can afford at that point in time. Let me tell you, I saw um, a post on Instagram. The lady said that she noticed, because she started her business lately, she noticed that the people that actually patronized from her, wearing mostly those people that were always saying, oh, yes, ma'am, in the comments. Oh, this is amazing. It were mostly people that have never liked or dropped a comment on any of our posts. And, you know, some of these people are just observing because people want a return of investment whenever they buy or they key into your services so they're watching closely they are observing you they want to know okay is this person good enough so whenever you bring out a product or a service they jump on it so just keep putting your work out there it will surprise you on who is watching and one day someone will reach out to you that oh i've been seeing how diligent you are at your work and i've been seeing your expertise and how you've grown can you do this this and this for me and they will pay well for it so just keep putting your work out there trust me you don't know who is watching. I am telling you from my own personal experiences, like it's been crazy some of the people that reached out to me for us to work together. And I'm like, oh, wow, I've never seen you. I'll be like in my mind, I've never seen this person like my post or engage, but oh, they've been watching. That's good. So just keep putting your work out there. Okay. You feel me? So yeah, like I said earlier, if you want to connect with Ayo, which you should do, okay, is you can do that by following her on Instagram, her art page on Instagram at Ayodudus, and also check out her website, www.ayosanusi.com. I'm going to all have that linked in the description box. Guys, go to her website. She has amazing art there up for sale. That's so beautiful. Rigo and her art tells so many stories all the time, okay? So yeah, if you enjoyed this episode and you'd love to leave me a voice message to share how it made you feel, probably you can relate or you have something more to add. You're so much welcome. 
I love to listen your, to your voice messages. They make me so happy. They are so encouraging for me. And, you know, it just makes my spirit bubble whenever I get a notification that I have a voice message. So yeah, drop me your voice messages. The link to do that would be in the description box of this um, episode. And also, guys, I need you and I want you to share your story. You see how much like we've learned from Ayo's story, right? You see how Ayo's story has really encouraged us. And if you check subsequent episodes, you also listen to other people's story. And these stories bring out a part of you and also show you the reality of other people in the world. So yeah, I want to hear your story. And I know that other people that listen to this podcast want to hear your story. So please send in your stories. I have already created a story guide that would help in recording your story for less than 20 minutes and you're done. Okay. I'm not even going to be, you know, doing long calls, trying to interview. You're just going to whip out your phone recorder and record your story. So please click the link in the description box, download your story guide, record your story and, you know, follow the instructions there on how to send it across to me. It is very easy and it will be featured in the next episode of this podcast. And yeah, if you'd love to support this podcast, you can do that on Shukran. So Shukran is a platform that enables you to support your favorite content creators to say thank you to them for creating and sharing valuable content with you. So I have my Shukran account in the description box linked there. So you can click on it and support for as low as 100 naira or $1, any amount that you want to support me with. It will also be appreciated for the expansion of this podcast. And also do not forget to follow this podcast on social media. All social media platforms are linked in the description box of this episode. Now, remember to take your time. I know a lot has been happening. I mean, 2020 already is like a full stressful workout. So remember to take your time, breathe, take care of yourself, do the things that you love just as a means of distraction. Your mental well-being is very important. And also remember to keep putting in the work. You never know who is watching. You never know who is listening to that podcast. You feel nobody is listening. You never know who is observing you at your nine to five job. And it's like, oh, this person is good. Just keep being diligent. Okay. Show me a man diligent in what he is doing. He will sit amongst kings and queens. That is just an amazing principle of life. And you know, God has already said it. So yeah, keep pushing, keep doing what you do. I love you so much. And I want you to know that I am fully in support of you and I am so proud of you. See you in episode 37 of this podcast and thank you so much for listening to this one. You are the real MVP. Bye.